This episode of the IGN UK podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get immersed in the new and exclusive production of one of the most recognizable sci-fi hits, Jeff Wayne's The War of the Worlds, the musical drama, starring Michael Sheen and Taron Egerton, only on Audible, November 29th. This is the IGN UK podcast. My name is Gav Murphy. Rory Powers' name is Rory Powers. Yep. Joe Scrabbles' name, also Joe Scrabbles. You're damn right. That's right, guys. We're going to kick this podcast off with a little exciting bit of news. Uh, if you've been even jumped in and out of this podcast in the last two years, you'll notice that we've become unofficially the only and therefore best prestige podcast we, in the world we've occasionally done spoiler casts by accident <laughs> we've talked about it with multiple celebrities yeah most of whom have seen the film <laughs> but are surprised when they are asked whether they have well most of the reaction is sorry do you have a question no, <laughs> yeah. no just like it um so what we're gonna do is a little like just fun thing to do because if you're not having fun what are you doing life ain't worth living exactly um we're going to show the prestige. In a cinema. In a cinema. Das Kino. <laughs> How many times uh, have you seen uh, prestige in a cinema? Twice. How many times have you seen it? Zero. <gasps> I've seen it once with a whole spectrum. No one's ever seen it more than twice. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, so we're going to host it. It's going to be at the Rio Cinema in Dalston on Sunday, December 16th at 12 p.m. So you get to come. You get to watch the film. Uh, also, straight after the film... We're going to do a live podcast all about the prestige. Easy. Because lots of people have asked us to do it. Uh, I say like four, five. And like then max. a three-hour real magic show <laughs> yeah. following the podcast. On the streets of Dalston. Well, Dale reckons he can do a bullet catch. He keeps yeah. saying he can. He says easy. He's not in now. <laughs> he looks... <laughs> okay, well, I'm a bit worried because he also insists magic is real. Yeah. Yeah. And I've, I've told him how's he going to fake it. And he's like, what are you, what are you talking yeah. about? He also... Like, I've heard the phrase... I'm going to catch that motherfucker with my teeth <laughs> out of him quite a few times, Too many like, times in the yeah. last couple of days. Yeah, but he says As that, he draws uh, an alchemist circle on the floor <laughs> yeah, around, the around me. He says that about his lunch as well, though. Yeah. I'm going to catch yeah. that motherfucker in my teeth. We all do, Dale. That's uh, what lunch is. So if you've never seen The Prestige, I can't think of a better way to do it. I know so many people, uh, Sam, who works here at IGN, he's never seen it. Uh, Dave Jewett at GameSpot and Tamor have never seen it. They're going to come watch it. Um, so go to igmprestige.eventbrite.co.uk buy yourself a ticket if you want to come just for the film you can if you want to come for the film and the podcast that's what you should do much that's, harder to do the other one yeah don't yeah. just come for the podcast I mean you can but it'd be yeah. weird it'd be, it'd be weird. weird walking you don't know unless you know exactly how long the prestige is and we're also going to go to loading bar Dalston we afterwards are. and have a drink with y'all get tanked up yeah. Christmas style yeah. yeah and that's why we're doing it at 12 um, o'clock it's a matinee by the time it's done yeah you're allowed to drink yeah, I mean, you can drink during it. Just well, we're taking cans in. We're sneaking cans in the Rio, right? Are we? Well, I am. Yeah, oh, sweet. Okay. We're going to the cinema in a day. Slide of hand, baby. Um, <laughs> it's just you with a box under your shirt. <laughs> what? Where could it be? How does he do it? No one knows. Shaking cans out from under my coat. <laughs> Abracadabra. Like accidentally bursting two under your armpits. <laughs> so yeah, if you want to come and join us for that, you definitely should. IGMprestige.eventbrite.co.uk. This is the biggest event we've ever done. It is. Uh, we're selling 350 tickets. Wow. Um, we've sold a third of them already without even pushing it on the podcast. Are you allowed to say that? <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> Who happened. cares? It's happened. 
there's, right? a, there's a, it's not my fault podcast alive there's so tangible demand yeah um but yeah that's pretty cool man i'm really excited about that it's we've gonna got, be awesome we've got some good ideas about what we're gonna do we've got a couple of other celebrity interviews coming up as well so we're gonna get some prestige answers from them it's gonna be dang cool <laughs> do you know what's not gonna be dang cool anymore don't say keyword countdown it's too early for keyword countdown oh yeah e3 because yeah. why our favourites, oh, I've just said it, uh, they're our favourites, they're great. Uh, <laughs> Sony are uh, not going to be at E3. At all. They've announced, uh, they're not, not only they're not doing a conference, they're not going to be on the show floor. That's so weird, isn't yeah. it? Which is going to mean there's not the fun thing that sometimes happens where Xbox is right next to it and you get a yeah. wall of blue and a wall of green. I really like that as well. It's exciting. There's always like some people who tweet being like, oh, the console wall's not jape, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they're not going to be there. And I was like, it was this mad thing where I saw... Yeah, some people that I follow just like flipping out over it, being like, "What does this mean? What does this mean about the industry?" It's like, yeah, I'm, I don't care about that. I, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just like, I just really like Sony, and I love going to their conference. And yeah, like I was talking to Dale about it this morning. Like, like Dale's like a ridiculously like passionate PlayStation fan, and going to. Like what being with him during his first ever like Sony conference was pretty cool, mm. and that was the good one like two years ago where they had like it was essentially like theater going on. And yeah, they had yeah, real shit and that going on. Is that the um, one where they had people falling down on uh, ropes? Yeah, yeah. On oh side? yeah, and that um, mad water display as well. Ooh. And it was just cool. It just feels really special, and like it's not going to happen this year. Yeah, I mean, it does feel like they're just just waiting so that when yeah. they announce PS5 everyone goes mental yeah. they're going to come back to E3 like E3's Absolutely, not dead yeah. yet yeah yeah and no. it's not going to be killed because Sony aren't there no. I think that's why it's the like the biggest reason it's a bummer is just because E3 was just the, the cool point in the year where you're like it's video game time it's Christmas yeah, yeah here's the Christmas of video games it's advertising here's Christmas all yeah. the best news about all the coolest games and you're gonna get it like over a week's period yeah, yeah. and it's quite exciting and now like I I don't know I'm just a really lazy person but it's like I like all my big announcements to be in one place mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and have one big talk about it rather than be like well we've done that and then uh, Gamescom's in a couple months and then there'll be PSX and we come yeah, in later yeah. and now we've got PlayStation doing a separate thing and the Nintendo Treehouse announcements I'm like ah oh, shut up <laughs> <laughs> sorry just got a little heated there shut up oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Microsoft are going to be there though they've announced that they're definitely going to be there with a conference and with shit to play do you think yeah. now they'll be like here we go boys Time for us to hit the big time. I mean, last year they were better than Sony conference-wise. Yeah. yeah, like they'll just do. I'm su that's the only reason I'm surprised Sony aren't doing it is because yeah. they, for once, they actually got outshone, and usually that means they come back and do yeah. something mental. Maybe so, that's it. They're so ashamed they had to like back yeah. down. They had to quit for the first time in 24 <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> I really want to. Like, I don't have enough money to buy one, but I really want to buy an Xbox One X because. I feel like powerful console. World's most powerful. I only hear good things about everything. I've got because I never owned an Xbox One. Mm. I have so many gaps in my game stuff where I've just either played a tiny bit or not played it at all, mm. and and that bums me out. And but the good thing is, the expensive y'all. I've had uh, my Xbox since almost launch day. Yeah. 
And unlike a PlayStation, it doesn't sound like a jet engine yeah. trying to take off into space. Have you, where, where do you store your little transformer box? Because that thing can get noisy. Yeah, but think, think about what his flat's like. He's like, next to the candy machine. <laughs> <laughs> and the candy machine plays fucking chip tune all day. Yeah. And you just shove in fucking flumps into it. He's like, yes, I'm going to play my magic game on my magic game box. He's like, wait, I'm not, man, I'm not meant to put flumps in it? <laughs> They should say that on the box, man. I can't, hear, I can't hear the fan after the sweet popping of buttery corn. Just like popcorn coming down from the ceiling. Your place is on the back of a fucking elephant just going around your it's living like disc room. World. Yeah. It's like, whoa. You're like, what's that? Why, that's the train to the living room. Yeah. Okay. Fetch my skateboard. I need a shit. Your PlayStation is constantly just on a half pipe. It's going up and down like all the Newton's cradle it yeah. never stops <laughs> you're like the skateboard takes you to the toilet it is the toilet <laughs> you're just taking a shit in the USB port in the back and then slamming the tail and launching it out a window yeah but you're like yeah but it sounds I can't believe it it's gonna take off <laughs> Xbox doesn't do that ah good I don't want to talk about E3 anymore yeah I want to talk about Rory's house um but yeah it's sad it's sad, but it's going to be a great show anyway. Yeah. Like, it doesn't really phase me that much. I think it'll be, you'll probably feel the absence a little bit, but they might well, just, it doesn't bother me that there's, much. There's every chance they'll do an, an EA and just have an event at the same time, just yeah. not E3. Yeah. yeah. Like, just have the Sony house. Yeah. So, Sony house. Like I'm into it. Um, Something I'm into slightly less. Uh, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindel Grew. Grindle Group. Grindle, that- Grindelwald. 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 Um, so I did an episode of our Celebrities Respond to IGN Comments with the cast, who were fucking great. Mm. Um, Jude Law is an absolute gent. But I got to go see the film as well. So I went to see Fantastic Beasts and the Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, I love the Harry Potter universe, but I have nothing invested in it, really. Um, and I hadn't actually seen Fantastic Beasts before... Uh, been given this assignment. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Because it was like one of those things where it kept it was on loads of planes and stuff. I just missed it at the cinema because mm. I was away. And it was just on loads of planes and I just I just never went. I never saw it. And well to me it always looked like a a really grey version of the mm. Harry Potter universe. And that is exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. It's so weird. I don't know why they've chosen to it to be the way it is. But it's like it's, but I, I went I went to see this so it was like last Friday afternoon. I thought this is gonna be fun because I like Eddie Redmayne, I like that bit of music that goes do 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 and they use that sometimes. But they the do film. it in special different ways. They do ways. put it in a special different way. Um dubstep. It's yeah. just it, as a it's a bit of a mess. It is there's so much going on in that film. Like I can't understand what a child is getting out of that. <laughs> Like, it's, at it, all. It's almost as if it's propping up a four-film yeah. series that hasn't been written. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, maybe five? Because, right, it's mental. Eddie Redmayne, he's fucking brilliant in there. Jude Law is fucking brilliant in there. Uh, Catherine Waterston is fucking brilliant in it. Like, there's so much good stuff going on in it, all hidden behind this absolutely mad plot involving about another 25 characters <laughs> after that. And it's really, really strange. Like it's, and now the storyline—they've basically just got another Voldemort as well, right. which is Grindelwald, and he's just as bad. And he's just, and it's just like there's another bad man running around doing bad things, and these people are, don't like him doing those bad things. Yeah, and it's like I do like going back to that world, and I like 
I'm as again, I have a passing interest in Harry Potter, but actually seeing Jude Law as Dumbledore teaching in Hogwarts is fucking brilliant. I was like, this is cool. I was like, yes, you are buttering my muffins <laughs> with this. Um, but then it's just it's all over the place in some bits, and there's some crazy stuff that happened. There's there was one twist right at the end, right? And it's, I'm not obviously going to say it, and it literally comes out of nowhere, and not in the sense of like. You could you could have guessed that you could have seen that come in or like oh what's the mystery or something like that they just literally say a bit of information and it's a big thing and you're just like oh okay well that hasn't been telegraphed to my knowledge before then yeah um, and it's just bonkers Grindelwald that's an anagram for Harry Potter's <laughs> <Yeah>. dad <laughs> <laughs> to be fair I did want more of bits like that like but there's a couple of right a- at the end Grindelwald brushes away his side fringe to yeah. show a lightning bolt on his forehead <gasps> um, wait this is the future <laughs> the future is the 1920s um, but there was loads of there was loads of bits and stuff like that but also if you're a Harry Potter fan um, I had a look at there's some cool little bits going on that you just go ah cool like ah, I can't say actually but there's some cool they, I had a look at some other people who were like super Harry Potter fans going there's like nice little nods nice little links to it um, but this is mad bit right where they go this is a bit of fucking dumb like nothing um, they go to like Paris, Paris it's not Paris it's like magic Paris right Right. they like knock on a fucking statue which lets them into magic Paris um, so that's how you get it yeah. <laughs> Also, this is statue who is moving a lot for a statue. Right, <laughs> any tiny movement is too much movement for a statue. This fucker is moving her head around constantly, right? Um, so they tap on this magic statue, go through. They're in Magic Paris, it's, which is in the middle. It's, it's like down the sides of the world, the Muggle world. I don't fucking know. It's because the Muggles um, are so busy in their little rat mate. races. They never look <laughs> up to see the beauty. Yeah. Um, yeah. If you were creative like Joanne K. Rowling. Yeah. <laughs> You'd see it too. <laughs> so they go to fucking Magic Paris, right? And in the middle of Magic Paris is a freak show, right? Right. And like, a, just a no, like P.T. Barnum style freak show where there's like magic freaks in it. Like, oh, there's a woman in you who turns into a snake and shit like that. I was like, you've got fucking goblins running your bank. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, this, what's going on? Have like, you not normalized freaks? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, how, what's the rules here? It's like, it's fucking little goblins doing your mortgages over there. But you're just like, oh, look at this one. Also, She's crazy. <laughs> she turns into a snake. It's like, you can turn anything into anything yeah, else. That, you're wait, a fucking magician. Is that a real thing? It's a woman who turns into a snake. Ah, yeah. So, but there's a in Harry Potter. There's a teacher who turns into a cat in the first scene <laughs> yeah. of her teaching. Don't they all turn into something? <laughs> Isn't that the rules? That's why they need no, no, no. a muggle to go to magic <laughs> animals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but isn't like isn't that a thing in Harry Potter where they all have their Patronus? And yeah, that's Patron- not them turning into. Isn't it? Well, they no, just have their a big special ghost. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought they turned into them. Um, but yeah, that's the thing. It was just like in one of the Harry Potter films, Voldemort exists on the back of someone's head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they're just like, ooh, she's crazy. He was, he's, he's a snake. He was a teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking mad. It was like it really done my head in. And this is the thing, it did my head in for so long that I was thinking about it for about 10 minutes after. And if you miss 10 minutes of, don't go to the toilet in Crimes of Grindelwald because you will be lost. Um, if you miss 10 minutes of Crimes of Grindelwald, that's like, oh, that's it, you're lost. You can't yeah. get back, you it's can't get back wire. that shit. <laughs> like, there's so many plots that go nowhere and are not resolved that I assume is just magic. But yeah, what? it's 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 mad. I saw a um, brilliant 
tweet today because uh, J.K. Rowling was tweeting about Brexit, yeah, as she happens was. to do. And he's like, "Oh, Theresa May's like the fucking demand." Shut up. This guy responded to her, going, uh, "J.K. Rowling, this is not what your fans want to hear from you right now. They don't want to hear your political opinions. They want to hear about the obvious inconsistencies in Crimes of Grindelwald." And like. Dead serious, going like, how is it possible that Professor McGonagall is in this film when she was not even born? <laughs> going through all these things, you're like, Jesus yeah. Christ, people care quite a lot about yeah. this stuff. One of the comments on the IGN comments was like, how is it that people are teleporting into Hogwarts when we know that is impossible? That is true. Um, but yeah. I know, they're lucky Lord of the Rings only had that eagle thing that was really the only thing people really <laughs> lashed on to. I don't remember that. Just... You know, why didn't the eagles just take them there the oh, whole time? Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that thing. Whereas, like, yeah. I feel like Harry Potter, every film raises 20, 20 more questions yeah. about how this is possible. Well, that's the thing, because they're kind of retcon in this connection to this other thing. Mm -hmm. So it's in sometimes that can be nice and elegant, and you're like, oh, that's cool. I like how they've done that. And then other times, obviously, they just go, yeah, I know all those rules we spent ages doing and all them <laughs> fucking books and that. Yeah. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I could do to the rules. Magic, they're gone. But you, but you know the rules are like, a snake now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that freaky rules. <laughs> yeah, it's like fucking paintings that talk and shit. And they're just like, freaky snake wobber. They literally. the Amazon. <laughs> like, they literally cheat death by painting themselves. <laughs> Every I'm, painting is a ghost. I'm telling yeah. you, this is why you need to bring muggles into magic Paris yeah. to point out the hypocrisy. Because yeah. wizards are too comfortable with it now. They're yeah. like, look at the snake woman. It's like, you're a wizard. Yeah. Why are the wizards calling people freaks? Like literally two seconds later, you know, like um, like a Chinese dragon thing that they've got in Chinatown. Yeah. There's a real one of those, but it's got a cat's face and it's flying about. <laughs> and people are like, sweet, yeah, that's wicked. That is really cool. I um, thought you were gonna say he's watching the show and be exactly like, what a bunch of freaks. <laughs> he's just looking at shaking his head, but it's shaking his whole body. <laughs> there is like a weird like monster thing watching the freak show being like, I love this, I'm really into this. I'm really oh, into that this. That little thing's minging, look at it. Yeah. <laughs> Stay on that, turn to a snake, you say. Obviously oh, she's a human half a time. Goes, ah, right, anyway, okay. see you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm this all the time. Yeah. Totally normal. <laughs> but do you know what? At the same time, it's got so much good stuff going for it. Like, I don't know. I, I can't recommend anyone go watch it, but... I've heard, some, I've heard mixed reviews as well. Do it. Go watch if you want. How about that? Yeah, um, wizards. <laughs> powers. Yeah. So I heard watching Pokemon Walk is insanely fun. It is insanely fun. So there's loads of videos coming out now because I guess embargoes have lifted. Uh, involving the new Pokemon game, Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Pikachu. Yeah. And for the first time, we're kind of seeing what it's like when, similar to like in Pokemon Yellow, you have your Pokemon follow you yeah. around. So we just uploaded a video, which is a really smart video to upload. And I didn't, I completely underestimated how interesting it would be to, see, to yeah. watch this, is just see how every Pokemon follows you in the different ways. Because in the olden in the older games, it would be kind of like the sprite of the Pokemon. And it was a single tile. Yeah, and it, was just, yeah. and it would just follow, it would just replicate your exact movements mm, one yeah. frame behind you, really. But now, because it's obviously this big, beautiful 3D world, and the models of the Pokemon are all to scale, you have like the weirdest mashups of all time. So for example, if your partner is a Snorlax, yeah. 
you and Eevee or Pikachu just grab and hang onto their belly while Snorlax like stomps through the town. But You're like, basically controlling Snorlax. But he's really slow. So, yeah. so it's like, it's a crap way to get around. But, but also really like, cool. so you can have Ponita, who's obviously yeah. just like a little horse who just will follow you around. But once they're evolved into Rabidash, you were just riding this flaming horse like so through the town. You're controlling them. Yeah. yeah. If essentially there's like half the Pokemon that you just start controlling them and you're That's on top cool. of them. You can like fly on the back of a Charizard. Yeah. And I'm not sure how that affects maneuvering because you can definitely fly over stuff yeah he was just flying over ledges and trainer like battles and everything just woo, don't yeah. give a shit about it it's crazy it's and it's so cool because it's been a while admittedly since uh a pokemon game has done something that i felt is like super fresh yeah. i know there was like the 3d <clears> one which was kind of cool and they've, they've changed up certain elements but this one i'm like this feels like a different game this doesn't feel like another Pokemon game. Despite being yeah. Pokemon Yellow. <laughs> yeah. Which is weird. <laughs> Which is super weird. Uh, and it being right back in Kanto yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was so cool. Like we literally went <clears throat> and just sat and watched all 151. Yeah, awesome I think it's so like good, yeah. the first time since, I don't know, everyone got obsessed with that Vic and Bob MasterChef sketch that I remember all of us crowding around one monitor to watch yeah. a video. Yeah. Like it's really weird. It'd be so funny because you're watching them all and you're like, oh, Gollum's coming up. It's like, he better roll. Yeah, Gollum better exactly. roll. And then it's Gollum and he's, he's rolling, rolling behind. He's like, he's rolling. <laughs> it's so cool. Like the more I see about that game, I'm starting to realize how much they've actually changed. Yeah. Uh, not just like motion control catching. Like it's it seems really cool. I watched our review today and uh, it was Miranda in the US and yeah. she couldn't sing high enough praises. Got like an 8.4, 8.5. Cause she probably could have. She could have could given yeah, it a yeah. 10. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for it. I can't wait. Also shout out to... Andrew Goldfarb, who's finally found an outlet for his incredible talent at finishing Pokemon Go yeah. over and over again. Because now it's made this video because he's just got every Pokemon to just immediately put in the game. That I is know. Cool. Like the embargo just lifted and he's like, here's what it's like to have a Mewtwo as a partner. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. I really hope he, he should get pay rise. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's actual like years of work. I really, I really like the idea that he's just like, yeah, uh, I, I knew that will happen. That was my plan all along. <laughs> that's why I've wasted all this time. <laughs> I wonder if he got bonuses or promotion based off of that. Could he technically call himself a professional Pokemon trainer? I'm sure he probably does, mate. He probably, he probably does. <laughs> <laughs> You've met him. He I, definitely it's does. It's on his card. <laughs> But his car's a fucking Pokeball. <laughs> Loves it at people. We're back in Rory's house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's the cleaner of Rory's house. Amazing. Uh, yeah, I think it looks great. Can't wait to play it. Fantastic. Joe. Hello. Y'all been watching The Sinner too. I've started it. I haven't finished it. I really liked The Sinner. I think I liked The Sinner more than most people. I in loved the it, yeah. Did you? Uh, so I, think, I remember I think, someone didn't like it. Yeah, so I think some people thought it was a bit trash because I remember I watched it all in like one scene, came in and was just like, I think everyone should watch this in there. And then yeah. you watched it and we were like, it's good in there. Yeah, like, I really liked it. But at the time, that's the thing. I think the thing we talked about was it's really good. It's like a cool little self-contained little thing. I don't need to go back to that ever. And, and then Sinner 2. The Sinner 2 yeah. is a completely separate case, <gasps> but it features Bill Pullman's yeah. character. So he's the only mainstay. And like his work on the old case has some repercussions. People yeah. have heard about it. Okay. But he's just on a new case oh, that cool. he's been drafted in to help with. Yeah. But he's got like baggage in the town where that case is taking place. And yeah. it like Ooh. builds lots of like more drama around him. Because he was always the most interesting part of that show. Yeah, he was He's like the weird, like self can like self excoriating man who wasn't yeah. totally eyes on the job the whole time. Yeah, yeah. 
and he's really fun to watch. He's still got that strange, like, nervous thing where he can't meet people's eyes and yeah. stuff. It's really good. And the new case is properly horrible. Oh. Like, in the same... You know how this inner opens? Yeah. Which I won't give away for people who haven't seen it. Yes, and I won't Netflix give away UK, this one. Yeah. Um, this one opens with a scene where you're like, because you know how the sinner opens now, yeah. you're waiting for the moment to happen, but you don't know what it's going to be. Yeah. Spends about 10 minutes getting there, and then when it does, you're like, fucking hell. Yeah. Um, does it top the first opening? It doesn't top the first opening for surprise. Right. But I guess because you're kind of expecting something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In grimness, I think it does. Um, That's the worst kind of way to beat anything. Yeah, and like... There's some grim shit going on in Series 1, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, into, I'm just talking about those two opening yeah, scenes. Yeah. Like, who knows where it goes from here. Yeah. But it's setting up some, like... It's setting up some weird shit okay. early on. And I'm really... I'm glad it's staying in the sort of slightly <clears throat> trashier end of things. I yeah. don't want it to be, like, a really heavy drama. Yeah. I kind of like it being a bit strange and gross and, like... Like, you never know where it's going to go next. Yeah. yeah. And, pro- yeah. I, that's the thing. I properly loved it. But I had the same thing that... Again, we had again when we were watching the first series of True Detective because we were watching that mm. week by week. I remember like us, this was before either of us, which was when we were working on our yeah. old jobs, but like because we were watching it week by week, we'd spend all week yeah. going, This is my theory for this, this is my theory yeah. for that. And I was like, Awesome. But I think we had invented a world <laughs> that was so, like, you couldn't make that show because it was so weird mm. and complex and just all over the top. Yeah. That even though we were like, This is what I expect from True Detective, it couldn't have. Possibly it could never have that. met those expectations, and, this, and kind of a little bit with the sinner as well, because the sinner sets up some really cool stuff like secret society style shit, yes, which yeah. I really like. But it doesn't, it didn't do it in a satisfying way. So the sinner two is, yeah, doing that okay. as well. But at the moment, like I think I'm three episodes in. At the moment, yeah. like that stuff's actually paying off, right? Like, okay, beginning cool. to, and you're like, fuck, yeah, this is really weird. Um, and it's doing that classic sort of slightly over-the-top drama thing where everyone has a past that somehow connects the case. Yeah. And actually, I really like it. Like, yeah, I know yeah. it's like, implausible, but as long as you go in going like, this yeah. is how it works. It's like, this is great. <laughs> I'm really enjoying it. I think like that, that's what I really like about Broadchurch as well. Mm. Like Broadchurch was really similar in the sense of just like, it became almost farcical in the first year. Second series, absolute dog shit. I never <laughs> watched the third. Um, but it came farcical in the first one where it was like... <laughs> Every every single episode, there was like they introduced another two characters who were really connected to yeah. the victim, and you're just like, holy shit, everyone's in on this. By the end, it's fucking guess who, but everyone's the killer. <laughs> and that's the thing where the only guess who's about a killer, right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. The, the only thing with that is it's really interesting when you're watching it, but then inevitably, like the actual ending, you're just gonna go. Ah. It's almost it is weird though because. It is almost like we've built a whole culture on not watching TV. It's yeah. talking about TV afterwards. Yeah. Like, that's not really what it's about. No. Like, it's actually about just enjoying it whilst you watch it. Yeah, so it's yeah. so easy to come out of stuff like this and just be like, oh, didn't really. And I'm the worst for this, Absolutely, where I deconstruct yeah, yeah. it to the point where I'm like, it's bad now, yeah. Yeah. even though I've watched 10 hours and had a great time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's like, it's just fun. That's our curse. It is our People who talk about shite for a living. It's our curse like, of intelligence. Because it's like sometimes. Because uh, I remember being on a plane with Clara and uh, my girlfriend. She was like, um, she watched Batman v Superman on a plane. And I was like, oh, don't watch that shite. And she was like, no, no I'm, I'm going to watch it. And at the end of it, she was just like, I thought that was fine. Yeah. It's like, what's wrong with you? And I was just like, it is a bit shit though, isn't it? And she was just like, no, it's good fun. Like, you know. Anna constantly uh, just goes like. You thought the biggest, most disappointing <laughs> showdown of the DC universe <laughs> <Yeah>. was fine. <laughs> Let can me I move, this plane. Can I move seat, please? <laughs> <laughs> Stewardess. Bing, 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 bing. 
<laughs> just you using that back of the seat chat thing to yeah. just be like, I am not talking to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Holiday over. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna watch that. I keep seeing it, but it's one of those things because it's so grim. I keep seeing it at the top of my Netflix being like, I should start watching this, but. I am very tired and I'm yeah. not up for grimness. It's yeah. quite a lot. What's not grim? Let's put that on. Um, I found, I've ever since Red Dead Redemption 2 came out, um, I've had a lot of tweets and messages from different people saying, have you met the man looking for his friend Gavin in uh, in Red Dead Redemption 2? And I hadn't seen him. Mm. And it was do my nothing. Because everyone's saying like, oh, he's always, ha-, he, like he first, I think he's hanging around roads. And then he moves to Saint Denis. Um, Dale's seen him a couple of times, but I hadn't seen him. It was really do my nut in. I hadn't seen him. I hadn't seen the clan. And then in one night, I managed to see the clan, blow them up, and managed to meet him and follow him around for about 20 minutes. Um, and it is very strange because you're walking around doing your normal cowboy stuff and to hear your own name shouted out over and over and over. And over that is weird. It was really strange. Um, and it's it's like a this mad little mystery that's going on in Red Dead because nobody knows what it is and who this guy is and how. Oh, so you can solve it? Like I thought it was like a quest. <coughs> we, or there's something. like articles on the internet being like yeah. people can't find Gavin and it's sending them insane. Yeah, because <laughs> oh it's not like an. He's just. He's not an NPC. Is an NPC you could talk to, but he's not an NPC that gives you a quest or anything. Right, like that. He just right. Goes, he just walks around. Um, oh, that's. Interesting. See, yeah, I didn't tell you when I found him because yeah. he specifically says Gavin's an Englishman. Yes. And I was like, this is gonna freak him out. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be upset. Um, it was really funny because uh, Tristan in, in Australia was just like, "Do you think this is Rockstar trolling you?" Um, because you, uh, every time that Rockstar released a trailer for Red Dead Two, uh, I was asking him where the Welsh guy from Red Dead One is, mm. going like, and did like a stupid little hashtag and stuff. He's like, "Do you think this is their answer to that?" I was like. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was like, it's like when they put Greg Mill in Spider Man. It's like, I think you are overestimating my influence on this industry, Tristan. Please yeah. look at Greg Miller's follower account. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's not that. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was, I do like it, but I just want to know more now. I yeah. want to know what's going on. Where it, are you, Gavin? I know, exactly. Where are you um, hiding? It reminded me, though, like uh, when I was at school, I had an English teacher called um, Lloyd. And he uh, was telling me once about the time he got, he was backpacking and the first time he ever saw The Shining and got absolutely hammered. Um, how old are you? I was, was like, how old was I? Yeah. He was telling me, I was like, 14 or something. Mason Wales. Um, <laughs> He's telling you about how he got hammered yeah. and watched The Shining. It's not um, a good teacher, is it? And uh, he was just saying that he was in this weird, like, uh, Ukrainian hostel and The Shining was on TV. He'd never watched it. It was on in English, though. And um, the bit where, uh, Jack Nelson goes to the bar and he's just like looking up and nobody else is in the room and then he looks up to camera and says it's a little quiet in here tonight Lloyd <laughs> and he's just sitting there like four in the morning just like holy shit <laughs> what is happening and I kind of wanted to be like that a little bit but it's just not scary it's just because he's just quite a well-to-do Englishman running around shouting Gavin yeah. where are you mate Gavin um, he didn't look straight into camera and goes and go, hello Murphy Gav Murphy <laughs> you um, English prick yeah <laughs> if anybody has any theories on Gavin, do let us know. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. But guys, let me ask you a little question, all right? Mm-hmm. What is the best accompaniment on a Christmas dinner? If you say Branston beans. <laughs> 
Good bit. Uh, best accompaniment, as in like well, uh, from what, everything. That's what I was going to say. Like, uh, what is the Christmas dinner, and what is accompanying it? Okay, so I'm saying everything other than the turkey. What's your favorite thing? Oh, okay. And think about like specifically the Christmas dinner. So you want us to say a specific thing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Is it chipolatas? <clears throat> it's pigs in blankets. Fair play. So right. You're earning. How many <laughs> bacon on them? How many pigs and blankets? <laughs> Jesus! One of the other in the Powers family. My pigs are cold. <laughs> <laughs> How many pigs and blankets do you think you could eat? Oh, way too many. <laughs> I, I've thought recently about uh, trying to do the uh, McDonald's hundred nugget challenge. Yeah, I reckon I could absolutely eat a hundred nuggets, and by that measurement, I think I could definitely eat a hundred pigs in blankets. Sorry, is literally just eat a hundred nuggets. Yeah, I had a friend who used to do that. Just for a laugh. Because he liked it. <laughs> he just, uh, no one eats it, 100 nuggets for a joke. He, he wasn't doing it for a joke. No. He was just doing it he did for it sustenance. He, he's a hungry boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason to do something. Yeah, if you're he was a hungry boy. boy. He had 100 nuggets. Well, so I, I think, you I think, think you, you could do 100. Yeah. There's a place in Margate. Is this a song? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one day. Uh, called Cinco Ports that is doing, I saw this today, that is doing 100 different types of pigs in blankets. They're going to serve a hundred different types of pigs in blankets on one plate. No, trough. Also, what's the variation? Is it like pig with blanket tucked in? Well, this is the pig thing. with blanket on top. Uh, this is the thing. So <laughs> the Egyptian pig, pig, one foot in, one foot out. So it includes. So there's a mix. This split sauce. <laughs> 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 So he's got little hands. My, and my dad used to do. You can if you slice up like in quarters a uh, a hot dog and then put it on the barbecue. They all like curl up, <gasps> and he called it spider dogs. <laughs> spider dogs. So these is, in, is includes. I don't th a wreath. What? Uh, what? Of, of thirty two different thirty two different kinds of pigs in blankets, ranging from vegan to smoked streaky bacon. So I'm not sure if ranging that... from vegan to fucking dead animals. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, like, is that a soup of vegans? Oh hell no. Um, so I'm not sure <laughs> if that is thirty two out of the hundred or if the wreath counts as one. Right. Surely not. I think thirty two probably counts as the. Would we have any American listeners that wouldn't know what a pig in blanket is? Oh, pigs in blanket. I think in America is. Um, Sausage with pastry oh, over pastry, it. pastry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whereas oh. over here, we're taking that one step further and put bacon over there. But I guess you wouldn't have that in America because they don't know how to cook bacon. Oh, they're making yeah, like, like crispy. Crispy like idiots. That's, like pi crispy that's pig bacon. on a surfboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, th th also, this is being done by a Michelin star chef. Oh. Uh, called Jim Tomlinson. So, so it's going to be prohibitively expensive. No, guys. What? It is £20 for all you can eat uh, pigs in blankets. Um, what? Wait, where is this in London? Guys, Margate. This is even better, right? So it's going to be taking place on the 29th of November and the 29th of December because of my never-ending blagness. Uh, I saw someone tweet going, we're looking for um, someone to come down and taste all 100. Guys, they've asked if we can go down and we want to taste them ourselves. Now, Are you serious? Is this on, do you say the 29th of November? No. Good. It's open on the 29th of November oh, and okay. the 29th okay, of December. Good. We can go down before. Because we are in Nihon. Yeah. Um, we, we, and yeah. I will 
weirdly regret <laughs> yeah. getting to go to Japan. Yeah. It's like, um, where was Rowing Joe? Oh, yeah, we got a sausage eating contest. <laughs> <laughs> so they blew off the trip. Also, there's no contest. We can just go down and eat them. Um, that yeah. has slightly overshadowed the fact, well done, Gavin. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, oh my God. I love so you. We got, we, got, we got to sort that when we go down and eat them. But um, yeah, I reckon we'll record a little bit for this podcast of us eating a hundred different types of pigs. Hell. Absolutely, <laughs> let's do this. Um, you are brilliant uh, <laughs> but yeah you can actually buy tickets to it it's going to be at the sync ports uh, c-i-n-q-u-e ports.co.uk on the 29th of november and the 29th of december maybe we'll see you there oh no we're going on a different day all right we won't i mean unless you want to go back on the 20th of december <laughs> yeah. if you want to fly back from ireland be like i gotta go <laughs> I've got to eat a hundred pigs and blankets again. I was going to say, where's Rory at Christmas dinner? The sausage eating contest yeah. again. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that amazing though? That is awesome. Yeah, I'm super up for that. That's incredible. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll, we'll have more updates on that next week. I was going to leave and look up all the different types. Yeah. I'm not going to do it now. Yeah, I no. want to turn up and be surprised. What was even weirder was I thought that was going to be the link into Keyword Countdown. Yeah, it's not, mate. So you were like, what's one thing that everyone loves? I was like, Keyword Countdown? Pig in blankets. <laughs> <laughs> What's your other favourite accompaniment to Christmas dinner? Little thing I like to call. If you don't know what Keyword Countdown is, IMDb categorized their films via a bunch of crazy keywords. What I've done, or what Jack has done. Thanks, Jack. It's taken five films, ten keywords apiece, and an awesome link between them all. You guys at home, you guys in the studio, have to guess what those films are, what the link is. Love to. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Film number one. Male nudity. Uh, um, uh, the crying game. Porn. In... <laughs> Interrupted wedding. The graduate. Wedding crashers. Wrestling. Good good guesses. It is good. Wrestling. The wrestler. Bullet time. Matrix. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. Buddy comedy. The other guys. Rush hours one through three. <laughs> Hybrid animal. <laughs> Crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, <laughs> lethal weapon. Hybrid so, animal. I don't know. <laughs> oh, Napoleon Dynamite. No. Ah, oh, that's good, like it's, good though. It's the got liger. a liger in yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Sidekick. Still Napoleon Dynamite. Reluctant hero. Still what is this? Spider Man's not got male nudity in it. Fire breathing dragon. Ready Player One. Final clue. Ogre. Trek. Yeah, hey. you got that first. Yeah, well done. I shouted out Shrek on the there. podcast. Yeah. I should have got that quicker. There you go. One point, one guess to powers. I, what I, was sh our I shouted out Shrek like he needs it. Or Shout out to Shrek. <laughs> it's <laughs> my boy. <laughs> it's my boy. Little swampy bastard. With, who did we say? Uh, oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, and Donkey DeVito. <laughs> Donkey DeVito. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Close up of eyes. Blade Runner. Brother sister relationship. Old boy. Electrocution. Fuck. Sabotage. Home Alone. Mission Impossible. Virtual reality. 
Ready Player One. That's First quite confusing. Virtual reality is, by the way. Oh, <gasps> disregard. I know what it is in the film. Oh, it's in the film. Mm. It's not existence. Computer hacker. Hackers. The Matrix. <laughs> Hack the planet. Rainstorm. Die Hard 4.0. Famous score. The Jaws. Garden job. Oh, famous score. Right. I was thinking like heist. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean's Eleven. Man on a toilet. Jurassic Park. Jurassic yeah. Park. Oh, damn it. Well done, Scrabbles. Well done, Joe. Two With points in. Virtual Great. reality. Yeah, they use a virtual reality thing to move the eggs around. Yeah. That's horseshit, Jack. Yeah. Come on, man. Lifting an adult into the air is the final one. Here we go. That's a hard final. Yeah, that's one. not even dinosaurs. Yeah. Here we go. We're in sync so far. Okay. Exploding helicopter. <gasps> Die Hard 4.0. Matrix. Five word title. <sighs> okay, now fine. Die Hard 4.0. <laughs> Woman shot. Total recall. Woman spy. True lies. Five word title. Of you, yeah. <laughs> Nuclear submarine. You could have left me a long time. <laughs> That's very kind. Parachute. <clears throat> Nuclear submarine. A whole submarine? Hunt for Red October? The hunt for Red October. <laughs> Red October? Red October. Ski Chase. It's a Bond film. It is. Uh, it's the one from Partridge as well, <laughs> yeah, which is so I know, you just done it. I don't know, oh, what, I don't know their names. Don't tell me. On Her Majesty's Secret Service. No, don't tell me. Cult hey, figure. Tomorrow Never Dies. That's not five words. <laughs> James Bond tomorrow never dies, Joe. Study you. <laughs> um, live and let die. Live and let die. Fuck. <laughs> Keep going. Live and let die. Bond. <laughs> Bond. Vodka Martini. We know what it is, Gavin. He, I can't yeah, think but of we the are damn failing word. badly here. What the man with names? the golden gun. <laughs> it's hyphenated. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Die another day. No, Good old deny. 007. Final one. Jaws. Exploding I... helicopter. Five word title. Woman shot. Woman spy. Nuclear submarine. The spy who loved me. Yes. yes. There you go. I'll give you that. Yeah. Oh, God. Well I love I it. Just... A whole submarine. <laughs> then, anyway, carry on. <laughs> anyway, what's this bullshit? Uh, two, I... two points to Rory. Two points to Joe. That might be the worst round we've ever had. It's quite funny, though. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> There's going to be some furious people at home. Scene during end credits. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Blonde woman. Atomic blonde. Woman wearing a short dress. The mask. Damn it. Female stereotype. All films. Female bonding. 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 Oceans 8. Cameo appearances. Double decker bus. Thelma and Louise. Double decker bus. Spice World. Yeah. Yes! The hell is Spice World? It's the oh, Spice Girls the Spice movie. movie. Oh. God damn it. Well done, Joe. Time Bomb. Concert tour. Pop group. Joe's on six. Rory is on two. I got spanked. Two guesses each, man. This is wicked. Here we go. Final film. Deoxyribonucleic acid. And it's not Jurassic Park? No. Jurassic World. 
Jurassic World. Genetic engineering. Is it any Jurassic Park no. series film? Okay, thank you. Spider-Man. Fa- father-son relationship. Spider-Man 2. <clears throat> the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Dysfunctional family. Weird science. Sequel to remake. Ooh. What? That's a good keyword. It's also, it's, you might not know it's a remake because it's one of those. The Fly 2. <clears throat> Cross-dressing. <laughs> Flatulence. The Night Professor 2. What's it called? Uh, meet the Clumps. Fart Family. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> I'll give it you. Because <laughs> it made me laugh. Night Professor 2, Fart Family. No, Night Professor 2, The Clumps. Oh, it's just The Clumps. Yeah, it's just The Clumps. Fair play. Joe, well done. You got 10 points altogether. Ooh. Rory, you got two. Uh, alter ego, actor playing multiple roles, Professor. Do you know the link between Night Professor 2, Spice World, Shrek, Jurassic Park, The Spy Who Loved Me? Absolutely not. No you clue. You do. You know this. Well, I don't. You got it. <laughs> Eddie Murphy's not in all of them, but he is in some of them. <laughs> what is that going to be? Jurassic Park. <laughs> Breakthroughs in CGI? Not going to get it. Why are you looking at me? I was... Giving you a more of a clue with what I just said then, the Jurassic Park Jurassic thing. Jurassic Park. Referenced in Partridge. All the films are referenced in Partridge. Oh. Yeah. Well done. Awesome link, Jack. Well that is Thank good. Thank you very much, man. Um, what's next? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. A bit of feedback to close things out. Why the hell not? I'm going to read this. They're not numbered, so feel free to just dive in. I'm going to read this from Kyle. All right, lads. Last week's podcast had you talking at length about one of the best games I've ever played, and most definitely my favourite <clears> game <throat> at the moment. I love playing as that gunslinger cowboy role, whose past history we just keep learning more and more about. I don't think I'll ever get an experience like it. I also love the addition of the newest hero, Ash. That's oh. right. I'm talking about Overwatch. See what he did there? He nice. It. Nice. I'm yet to purchase that other cowboy game currently, and that comes down to one main factor. Time. My time on video games is quite limited since the arrival of my daughter, and so I thought I'd ask your guys' advice. With so many games to play, how on earth do you fit them all in? Every second of game time I get at the moment gets sunk into healing a runaway wrecking ball as Moira, or trying to combo a Zarya Graviton with an inconsistent Hanzo on my team. It's infuriating a lot of the time, but I just can't seem to get out. Am I lost in Overwatch forever? How do I get out? Please help. (laughs) (laughs) It's an interesting one about time. Yeah. Um, Because that's something I always see quite a lot of people say, like, oh, since I've had a kid, I haven't got time. And one thing I always remember is when we had um, what is the name of the director of uh, Ex Machina oh uh, Alex Garland Alex Garland when we had Alex Garland on the podcast <clears throat> not when I spoke to him but the time before he came on and talked about like all the time that he puts like at the time Destiny had only been out a couple of months mm. and he had like three top level characters uh, and we were just like how the fuck do you have enough time he's like I don't know just make time for it I feel like sometimes people are better with time than I am I've got friends who have recent kids who actually seem to be playing more games than ever because they've got like kid wakes up at night and then they just turn the switch on and they just play the switch with Mm. the baby in their arms and actually like I think it's about when you can squeeze it in as opposed to 
like sitting down for like huge sessions. You can't do yeah. that. Like you're not kids anymore. Yeah. But like, especially things like Overwatch. The mm-hmm. reason you can't get out of that is because games of service are literally designed to keep you coming back for little stints. Yeah. yeah. It's so much easier than Red Dead. Like yeah. Red Dead takes five minutes to turn on. Yeah. Never mind anything else. And also because you just go, I I find myself with Red Dead, even though I'm really enjoying it, being like, right, what shall I do now? Yeah. Like, what am I doing today? What should, what do I feel like doing today? Which exactly. is awesome, and I like that part of it. But you also you don't get obviously don't get with Overwatch you'd be like what are you doing today you're doing this yeah. like you're doing very specific things game's literally telling you what to do yeah. at all times <laughs> exactly yeah um, but yeah no it's an interesting one like I I, I'm, I feel like Dale makes way better use of his spare yeah. time than I will ever do I don't know how he gets it fits um, it all in but then I did watch four episodes of Mad Men last night because I just couldn't be asked with anything because I was so hungover so. I, I brought home PSVR yeah. last night I just sat in VR yeah. for an entire night I don't know how it happened. <laughs> Sounds good though. It was quite good. I played Red Dead in there. He thinks he's still in VR. <laughs> you guys. You played Red Dead in there? Yeah. On like the cinema, On the cinema mode. mode. Yeah, it's yeah. weird though because the screen, because it's designed like a cinema screen. Yeah. The screen blurs out at the edges. So when I wanted to check the minimap, I'm having to li- literally look like down look- oh. at the minimap. It's quite strange. That's Is that cool, cool though? It's cool. It focuses you focuses you on things more. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only thing is because that game's so beautiful and you're constantly looking at everything. Yeah. It really shows you how low res those the lenses are because right, you're looking, yeah. you're like, that doesn't look like that on the TV. <laughs> like yeah. that, right, that yeah. tree's nine pixels. It's really strange. There's a little hair in mine, and I don't what? know how to get it out or how even weird it is. Like, and it's just right in the fucking middle. That's, That's in awful. the virtual yeah, it's, realm. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just That's looking, a glitch in the matrix. That's like, not your headset. You were looking at a horse's ass. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's got lots of those hairs very often out of it. Hair on them. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't we've got no good answer. Yeah, we've got just no good answer, playing, Just keep playing Overwatch. He's, he's having a good time. He's yeah. banging. Uh, I have an email here from Andrew Voke or Voark. Yeah. Voak. <laughs> Not sure how to pronounce your name. But... Voak sounds like a baddie and nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew says, Hi all, I recently had my first podcast appearance. Well, beyond giving a question or two at a live IGN UK podcast, or being able to hear my obnoxiously loud laughter at a regular features live recording. This guy's oh. got good taste. He's got good taste in podcasts, man. I was a guest on a Yahoo Finance podcast. Whoa! Discussing, <laughs> oh my God, discussing parasitic symbiotic relationships in nature. He's like yes. a real human. Andrew, yes, stop like. wasting your time on us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Particularly those that alter the behavior of the host. So, zombies? Yeah. Chatting about zombies on a Brain finance slugs. podcast? Brain slugs. <laughs> um, and then relating that to beneficial and toxic environments in the workplace. Mm. I see what he's done there. Yeah. Uh, he said it was a really fun experience and it's the kind of thing that I'd like to try again. So I was wondering if you had any advice, technical or otherwise, on starting a small podcast. You've mentioned uh, that it is a very fun thing to do and that uh, if you want, you should just give it a go. But um, how? It is, of course, the kind of thing I will be doing my own research on. I'm a big fan of most, of not all, of the podcast content you all produce. So I really value your opinions and advice on this subject. I think what he should do is, well, technical things, like if you just want, just buy a Snowball Yeti. Snowball or Yeti. That's going to give you excellent sound quality straight away. And no one turns off a podcast quicker than someone listening to a podcast badly recorded. It's just hateful. That. Um, for technical wise and you can record that straight into a computer using free software as well Audacity Um, that's my choice there you go Um, but what I think he should do is 
the sort of age-old... I listened to a podcast called Science-ish um, with Rick Edwards, um, who I used to think was annoying as fuck, but actually... <laughs> This podcast is brilliant. Mm. And he basically what he does is he's got like a scientist. I think I've only listened to a few. I think it's the same one on all of them where they get, oh, no, no, maybe he gets different ones. But basically he takes, takes a film and go, could this work in real life? Let's get a scientist who's good at knowing fucking genetics to tell us whether or not Jurassic Park could happen. Mm. And it sounds like he's got an interesting enough job that if he was explaining a, a thing to someone who like, and the good thing about Rick Edwards is he's just like, he's very open-minded, but also doesn't know anything. Yeah. Like, and it feels like if he could find someone who is, that he knows very well, who's also quite funny, and they have good chemistry, if he was explaining something quite intricate to them and being like, by the end of this podcast, you're gonna learn about why this thing is cool. I think, I think yeah, to, to broaden that out. Yeah. To, like, Podcasts where people just chat, yeah. Apart from this one, are sort of dead. <laughs> yeah, like you don't hear them anymore. You need everyone's like got a an angle. Or a, yeah, yeah exactly. everyone's got like a, you know, an mo that they <clears throat> stick to episode yeah. to episode, or they develop one. Because I don't, you don't hear, you know, the the old joke of like video games podcasts where it's just like yeah. three white men chatting for yeah. an hour and a half. Yeah, they suck. This doesn't exist anymore. People yeah. don't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, it, well, that's people it. do do it, but they're fucking yeah. hammering against. Well, you don't wall. hear them. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's so saturated these days. It's like quite a saturated market. Yeah. So you need to have something that cuts through yeah. uh, the the noise. Yes, you do. Like I would say, Andrew. Uh, one thing, I guess, it depends on how serious you <clears> want to <throat> take this, and if you want it to have its best shot at becoming popular, is focus on launch yeah. and learn how to play the algorithms of iTunes. Because basically, as I discovered when I launched my podcast, the more episodes you release in your first couple of weeks will like push you significantly yeah. onto the charts and once you're high enough up at those charts you hit like a point of self-sustaining growth yeah where then people are seeing it in the charts so they download it which puts you higher in the charts yeah. and you can coast for like a good month or so based on just playing that Absolutely, and that's yeah. how you get like your whole core audience that will then stick with you after you've dropped down and everything is settled. Mm. Yeah. So I think there's a bunch of articles about um, how yeah. to like play it really well. Netflix it, motherfucker. Yeah. Absolutely. Drop it all at once. That sounds really exciting and I wish you the best of luck. Well, his, his email was really interesting, so I like that. Yeah. yeah. Do it, mate. Uh, let us know how you get on as well. Um, but don't even think about putting yourself in the games and hobbies section. <laughs> We've got that's our turf. That's, that's all we need, our fucking shark of the tank. <laughs> um, I've got an email from Jack who says, Hello, IGN. <coughs> I was just wondering if you have ever watched the documentary they're in the Blu-rays for the Lord of the Rings movies. I love how much detail the movies go into, but I was thinking if the movies were made today, I don't think that they would have the same effect. Everything would be shared to the world already through Instagram, Twitter, and other stuff. Just wonder what you might thought might be on this. Keep up the good work. I don't think that's necessarily true because I think like sometimes... I think he's saying like he's found out stuff from that that you would generally find out from like pre-release shit. Yeah. Um. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily think that's true. I think like even though like Christopher Nolan did some amazing like uh, pre-release sort of viral shit for quite a lot of his films, mostly the Batman ones. Mm. I felt like with Dunkirk, you knew nothing about yeah. that other than the film being released. I think it depends on the That's film. That's got Harry Styles it in it. Yeah. It does depend on the film. I guess like... With Lord of the Rings, maybe. Because with Lord of the Rings, there's so much really technical production yeah. elements that obviously no one's going to talk about in tweets and stuff. Yeah. I guess the only like exception to that is what I could think of is in Blade Runner, where remember how that tweet went viral where it's like Harrison Ford actually punched Ryan Gosling yeah, yeah, on the yeah, set yeah. of Blade Runner and they had the screenshot for it it's like the movie's not even out yet like yeah. how do people know this mm. how is this already yeah. a story like that would have been something that traditionally you would have 
found in a like yeah. director's commentary or something yeah. like that. And I, that is such a nice feeling as well, like finding a fact where you're like, absolutely. I just had no yeah, idea. Like, you come into work and you're like, did you know? Yeah. So I've gotten obsessed this week with a clip of uh, ex-AC Milan midfielder Gennaro Gattuso shouting, sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit in a press conference. <laughs> it's one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Um, so I, and like, I just suddenly went, oh, I'm going to look up Gattuso and wonder yeah. what he was like. Because there's loads of good compilations of him having fights and stuff. Yeah, I found an excerpt from another midfielder Andrea Pirlo's autobiography where it turns out he's like a massive prankster and he would always do it to Gattuso because he'd go the most mental, mental and yeah. he's like he tried to kill me with a fork <laughs> like, oh my God. and there's all these anecdotes of all the pranks he used to do on Gattuso and it's it's one of those moments where you're like that's nobody knows this yeah, it, yeah it's yeah. completely changed my opinion of these two people yeah like just by going looking for something and it's such a nice feeling it's yeah. like, this is great that is cool. I, I haven't watched those documentaries either. We were actually talking no. about Lord of the Rings the other day. I was thinking I might want to watch them, but should I watch the extended things and go in for that or should I just watch the normal ones? I think normal ones, Yeah, 100 pigs in blankets. We all sit down <laughs> and just marathon that bad boy. Have Hi. you guys ever seen the fucking um, documentary on like The Hobbit Blu-rays? No. Oh man. I'll find that for just you. Just a mess. It is. <laughs> it's one of the saddest things I've ever watched. Mm. Oh no. Because like, just Peter Jackson just being like, uh, like Guillermo del Toro sort of left him in the shit really um, because Guillermo del Toro was meant to direct them yeah. and Peter Jackson was meant to be the producer on them Guillermo del Toro dropped out after doing so much pre-production on it um, and it was a really interesting thing when me and Krups spoke to uh, what the fuck um, what's the dude who did Pirates of the Caribbean I can never remember Z- uh, Zemeckis no um, not Zemeckis. Not Zemeckis. Gore Verbinski. Gore Verbinski. Um, when we talked to him, he was just like, because uh, we asked him about the Bioshock film. Mm. And he said, the sad thing is, he was like, when you're at this level, making the film is ev- all the pre-production. The actual making of the film is just like, yeah, filling in, like tick, tick, ticking boxes. Like, mm. The film's been made. Yeah. Like all the pre-production stuff is where the film is made for films like this. Mm-hmm. The actual acting and getting and all the stuff is just like, it's so well organized and so well crafted. There's just like, boop, 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 yeah. boop. That's crazy, um, isn't it? But Guillermo del Toro left a little bit before that. So he had all this different stuff ready to go. And then... I, I there's, he doesn't go into detail in the documentary about why he left, really. But I don't know why he left. But um, the studio were just like, you got, you can't make it because we've got these gaps set up for these Hobbit things and like how the production was just rushed and stuff like that. And it's just the saddest thing to watch. Like Sandy Circus came on as like uh, second, um, first AD, mm. so he directed quite a lot of it. And yeah. It just sounds like a mess that they left him with and Peter Jackson seems genuinely sad imagine if it's a really mad reason that Del Toro left yeah like he wanted Smaug to have tits (laughs) (laughs) and he wanted a voice in (laughs) ooh look at my tits (laughs) oh golden milk (laughs) squeezing into his own face like Jackson's like not my trilogy (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but, but yeah, I'll, I'll find that clip actually and send it to you guys. But you should watch it. I think if, I think it's called like I think it's on the Desolation of Smaug one. If, like, mm. if you look at that, but I'm sure if you type in like Hobbit behind the scenes, Sad Jackson, <laughs> um, you'll see it. Uh, there we are. Um, another shout out to our IGM Prestige event. Oh please, come! Uh, it's gonna be so good. IGMPrestige.eventbrite.co.uk. Sunday, December sixteenth at twelve p.m. Going to show the film. 
going to do a little podcast afterwards, which we will make available as well. Yes. Uh, and then we're going to get very drunk at the Loading Bar in Dalston. Come oh. along. So please come along for as much or as little of that as you would like. Well, let us also explain the reason it costs £11.07 uh, yeah. is not our fault. Yeah. It's, it's a booking fee thing. I have had upwards of eight tweets about that £7. <laughs> People are like, just call £11. Yeah, £11. Why are you adding the £7 on? It's, like, it's us. Like, we've got very fine margins. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. If you want to get in touch with the podcast, you can. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. We shall see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Sweet dreams. Bye.